Even though you told me already God told me I'm someone Told me I'm someone Told me I'm someone Told me I'm, told me I'm Told me I'm someone Told me I'm someone Know that I'm someone Hello everyone, hello everyone Welcome back to Daughters of the King Podcast I'm so glad to have y'all with me I'm so glad to be back And I guess ready to just talk to y'all What I've been like holding out on What the Lord has placed in my heart I just thank you so much for staying tuned For being being subscribed I started this YouTube channel y'all With 60 subscribers because I used to do YouTube when I was a kid not a kid but when I was in high school I used to do YouTube a lot and then so then in high school I used to do a lot of YouTube content y'all and I can show y'all like a little screen record of it because I'm telling the truth I used to do it in high school and I used to do I used to do mukbangs I used to do like funny stuff I used to do like relationship advice girl I don't know what my high school mind had going on but you know that's what I used to do so in high school I had gained up to 60 subscribers and then I restarted my channel for faith-based content lifestyle you know all of that type of stuff and now from 60 I have 140 subscribers let me be sure let me be sure because that's what I seen like two days ago but let me like like make sure make sure like for real oh i have 143 subscribers y'all from that 60 so i gained <coughs> i gained like 80 some subscribers just from my faith-based content but when i was in the world in high school that was like 60 so combine those two that is 143 subscribers and I gained these 80 subscribers since I'll basically say January, end of December, January, so January, February, March. So it's been like six some months. And I think that's pretty good for, you know, six months. I've been growing. It hasn't been the same number. My views are a little. Eh. I posted my testimony of like my um narcissistic abused by my biological father and it already has 145 views which that's the highest view i ever had on youtube before so i'm so proud and excited but with every good thing you want to make sure that you give all glory to god yes it's okay for um humans to like to um enjoy what they're doing but make sure you always glorify god in everything that you do because anything any good thing can become an idol that's why i try not to look at the numbers the subscribers um the count i try not to like really consume myself in that like oh my gosh how many views i got now there i'm not even gonna sit here and like i'm a perfect christian there are some times where i post a video and i'm like this better get good views like this better hit like because i put my i put my foot in this like (laughs) You know how like when you was um younger if you black then you know you know you know like they used to be like i put my foot in this food like you put your foot in this food but anyways i used to be like that like about my views and now like i notice when i don't like oh my gosh i'm expecting this to hit 500 or 200 or i'm expecting this to hit a thousand when i don't have that expectation it allow god to work Oh my gosh, what topic am I doing, Holy Spirit? <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, welcome back to my channel, girl. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I'm just so excited and so glad to be back. And I hope I can get this out to y'all today, okay? Okay, because I'm just not really even, this is about to be raw and uncut because I don't even have time to be editing and nothing. Like, we're just going to put this right on YouTube, Okay my recent testimony and um i'm not gonna reveal their name because they might not want their name revealed but their comment under my testimony video was my dear god bless you your soul remember you're loved by the almighty god god got you and you're going to be a great woman of god and i'm gonna reply and say you're so kind god bless you too so yeah 
um i like when y'all comment or y'all leave y'all like um y'all thoughts and stuff like that i love that so like yeah keep doing that and um we're gonna get into prayer so father god i just want to say thank you for this episode thank you for um helping me to finally make this video lord god i pray that this reached the right person lord god that you have your way lord god that holy spirit you will come and rest upon me and give me the right words to say lord god during this time thank you jesus thank you holy spirit thank you for everyone that's watching thank you for the platform that you've given me i know it's not big uh compared to other people's platform but it's everything compared to um it is everything compared to me so your um obedience is success lord god and i just thank you in jesus name amen all right so y'all know i know i haven't been consistent bear with me i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying okay this episode as you can see is called spiritual warfare and i i don't know am i saying that word right y'all like hold on warfare. it's warfare i keep saying warfare okay it's warfare so this episode is called spiritual warfare i said warfare again y'all this episode <laughs> this episode is called spiritual warfare 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 y'all don't mind me i had braces before and it just kind of like kind of messed up my i wouldn't say speech like i don't have a speech problem i just have like hard time pronouncing certain words warfare spiritual warfare it just sounds so weird i don't know i just want to say warfare so bad like why okay that's what this episode is going to be about i have been sitting on this for too long all right so first and foremost holy spirit just because this is going to be a lot i even have my book the battlefield of the mind because we're going to need it all right so let's just get to this oh my bad my bad okay so yeah hey girl hey as y'all might not know if you didn't watch my last podcast episode hey girl hey is a series or segment in my episodes where i tell you something that's vulnerable and transparent that i just want to share okay that basically i know it's not a lot of people being vulnerable and transparent and honest when it comes to just walk with christ so basically i want to share that with you so anything that i can share because i know there's some things that the lord do not want me to share so i guess i can say recently i was really struggling to get my rent um it was really hard to come up with the money um i live by myself so it's just a real like i know it might seem like oh like she has it all together i really don't okay <laughs> nobody really does okay we all really are just trying to get by honestly and so recently it was hard for me to like make my rent and god had did like a 180 and like literally at the last minute um he made a way so i can pay my rent and i wasn't short like 50 dollars or even a hundred dollars like i was short half of the rent and i'm not gonna like tell y'all how much my rent is and stuff because that's just personal but i will say that like god really showed out and showed out for me i had so much faith i was praying my friend was praying for me um we was just really having faith during that time i fasted and prayed and like god just really showed out for me and i'm not gonna sit here and say i did nothing like it was a partnership i want y'all to know like everything like it's a partnership i didn't sit back and say god you know what you take care of the rent like i still worked and i still put in my best efforts and god bless every effort um <clears throat> he allowed people to give generous tips and uh, generous things to me so i can be able to pay my rent so that's my testimony and that's my vulnerable experience um it's not really sad or anything it's just really a testimony like it's just like it goes to show like god will provide for you god will not leave you he will not forsake you so if you're struggling right now financially or physically or whatever it might be mentally god is with you and he can bring you out of that but god can't reveal i mean god can't heal what you don't reveal so i confess to god i surrender to god i say god i don't have it god i i i'm in need of this and god was like I got it like I'm gonna take care of it it's not 
in my will for you to lose your apartment ever. It is in my will for, for me to provide for you. So God provided a way. He really provided a way. And I'm just so thankful. So if you're listening to this, like, just know that God is going to make a way out of your situation. Like you're not alone. Um, you're not your past. You're not anything. You're not your credit score. I'm, somebody need to hear that. You're not your credit score. You're not what's in your bank account. You're not what they called you. You're not that rejection from the application that you put in. You're not that. Your identity is placed in Christ. Don't you ever put your identity in men. This world, anything, we cannot take none of this with us. None of it. Not the credit score, not the bank account, not the uh, apartment, house, job, car, whatever, money, materialistic things. We cannot take it with us. So that does not define this. Jesus Christ defines who you are in Christ because he created you. So what better way is to get to know yourself through your creator, through his eyes. Do not listen to the devil's lies. I'm young and my credit score is not how i want it to be and the credit like if you live in the united states credit scores are so dumb because you can have the most money but if your credit score sucks they're not going to approve you of the application but i serve a god who doesn't answer to men who is going to give you that yes regardless and just because i'm like on this hey girl hey topic and i'm testifying last year I was in a bad place. I lost my apartment. I have an eviction on my record. Okay. But that does not define me. That's not who I am. That that was a mistake. And it wasn't my fault. Okay. And basically, I was trying to pay my rent through partial payments. So I was trying to pay, pay my rent through two different cards. And it would not let me. So I had the money, but I didn't have the money in one place. So they kicked me out. And I had to go back to my mom's house. And I had to like stay there and build up my money and ask God for uh, another chance. And by the grace of God, I have this place now. And I wasn't supposed to have this place because it was on my record. And this is why I'm telling you, sis, I'm telling you, bro, who, like whoever is watching this, what they saying, man, they can keep on talking because my God, he's going to show up and show out for me, for you and for whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. OK, so it did, it did not matter of what my record said, because God gives you the yes, man's no is nothing. If a man does say no to you and God agrees with that, no, like if it's they rejected you and they they um, discarded your application, and they said, no, we can't do this. It is OK, because God has something better for you. All right. That's my hey, girl. Hey, that's my testimony. Like basically God has provided a way for me okay demons are fallen angels bear with me because this might be two parts but i might do the second part like next week or something but demons are fallen angels in the bible so when satan got kicked out of heaven he took other people with him okay because satan he would never he will never get you to sin by yourself he's always going to get other people with you to drag them along with you he's trying to drag as many people to hell with him as possible so demons are fallen angels in the bible they have the same characteristic as their good angel counterparts spirituality immutability and immorality demons are not omniscient but each one has a certain knowledge why do you think every time you turn around the same thing keeps happening to you around the same time because demons they they can't they don't know everything about us but they have st been studying humans for such a long time that they they know what that human is going to do that's why it's called a monitoring spirits is different type of spirits. I'm going to get into that a little later, but I want to give you all the foundation. So demons are omniscient. Okay. They study humans very well, which is how they begin to operate. The free will available in angelic society caused the rebellion of Lucifer. Satan and a third of the angels in heaven exercised their free will and chose to rebel against God. That is so crazy to me that Satan was able to get other angels who turned to demons to come with him to rebel against God. And you think Satan's not after you. 
he got people in heaven to rebel against God. And you think he can't get you on earth to rebel against God? Okay. Keep thinking that. <laughs> so keep in mind, demons were once angels until Satan deceived them and got them all to rebel against God. They fell into sin, mainly pride, and it took away their holy nature. This caused the demons fallen angels, including Lucifer, Satan, to be cast out of heaven. Holiness and wickedness cannot coexist. I don't know who needs to hear that, but holiness and wickedness cannot coexist. You cannot be one foot in the world and one foot in God. Lukewarmness, nah. God is not... Um, pleased with lukewarmness in the bible in revelations it said since you are neither hot or cold i will spit you out you are lukewarm god does not want no lukewarm followers you either you can either follow satan wholeheartedly or you can follow god wholeheartedly that's what god is saying i would rather you pick a side okay pick a side so in revelations 12 9 and the huge dragon was cast down out that old age old age old serpent who is called the devil and satan he who is a seducer deceiver of all humanity the world over he was forced out and down to earth and his angels were flung out along with him revelations 12 9 so oppression and possession i'm gonna get into that so spiritual warfare is kind of the it's, it is the things that we cannot see and ephesians talk about this and i will like put the bible verses um, for those of you who are listening, it's in Ephesians 6, but I don't have, I have my Bible. Hold on. I'm going to just go to it because I know it's in Ephesians. All right. So Ephesians 6 and 11, it says, put on the full armor of God and his for his precepts are like splendid armor, a heavily armed soldier so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of the wickedness in heavenly supernatural places. So therefore, for put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to stand successfully resist and stand your ground in an evil day of danger having done everything that the um, crisis demands to stand for him in your place fully prepared immovable victorious so stand for him and hold your ground having tightened the wide band of truth around your waist having putting on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart, having to strap your feet of the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm footed stability and readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith, which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the hammer of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests all the times on every occasion and every season in the spirit. And with this is in view, Stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people and pray for me that my words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim the boldly, the mystery of the good news of salvation. Whew. So that's Ephesians 6, 12 through 19. I just read all the scriptures. So this goes to show that there is something in the world that we cannot see. There's something in the spiritual realm that we cannot see. We don't have access of. I remember this girl, um, was it TikTok or no, it was YouTube. Chloe Yasmin, her YouTube channel. Amazing. If you go subscribe, okay? But she was saying that like Jesus have this light on us in the spiritual world. We have this like bright light shining upon us. And in the spiritual realm, it's like the devil is trying to put that light out and he's trying to bring darkness upon us. But that cannot be as long as you're in Christ and as long as you're prepared. Notice how it says be fully prepared and immovable victorious you cannot fight a battle if you're not prepared to fight that battle you cannot fight off satan if you're distracted by the world and you're live you're living in the things of this world if you're so consumed with the things of this world money fame um all of these all of these things that are just so worldly you would not be able to stand against satan that's why i said you cannot be a part-time christian and try to like get a full-time God of answered prayers and all of this stuff like that. Because you would not be able to stand against the enemy. 
And the devil ain't going to really attack you if you look warm. <laughs> he's not going to, like, he's going to attack you, of course, but it's not going to be the same intense attacks as a person who's actively living and following Jesus Christ. Okay. There were times when I was attacked in my dreams. I've seen demons before. I went through deliverance before. Me and my friend, we went through deliverance before. We actually got deliverance this year because I didn't even know there were so many things attached. Of the times where I was getting monitored by spirits, it was these vultures that kept flying in the sky and I would see them, if not every day, every other day. They knew where I was going when I would drive, when I would turn a corner, they would still follow me. Like it was a lot of monitoring spirits around me and the monitoring spirits, these can come in the form of, sometimes these can come in the form of your family or you think somebody's your friend, but they really just trying to get information on you and they're monitoring you, trying to hinder your blessings of God. So like I said, I'm going to get into that. A little bit more like on spirits and all that stuff like that but spiritual warfare is so real if you're not fully equipped in god you will miss it the devil will beat you up like <laughs> he will beat you up and this right here the bible like this is how you can combat the enemy this is how you can fight back and stand your ground so yeah like that's the definition of spiritual warfare I don't know why I keep, okay, this, don't mind if I say it wrong, okay? So, I journaled something earlier today, and the devil, <clears throat> notice how when it says put on the form of God, it says you'll be prepared for when the day of evil comes. And Jesus also had a verse that said, do not worry about tomorrow because each day has its own troubles. So that right there is telling you that life is going to have trouble. You're going to have evil days. They're going to have times where the devil is going to be attacking you like no other. These type of attacks can come in different forms. Like I said, it can come through your family. Like I know like some people have toxic family that that just drives them insane. It can come through your so-called friends. It can come through your job. It can come through like these attacks they can manifest into the physical realm but in the spiritual realm it's like whoa whoa like it's we can't see it but we can feel it intensely like i felt it in my dreams there's people that have testimonies of being um uh sleep paralyzed paralyzes um i've never experienced that but i have experienced like i have seen um visions of a demon um <clears throat> i got deliverance and I'll, I'll eventually tell my deliverance testimony but i got deliverance and this demon was coming out of my mouth and entering back in my mouth so i had got deliverance on that i won't go into like detail but i had dreams of de like demons that i've seen it's different types of demons they all look different and for the longest i used to be scared like I used to like not like the dark stuff. Um, why do you think? Why do you think scary movies are so intense? Everybody wants to watch them. Everybody's thrilled to watch them. But deep down inside, when you go to sleep at night after watching that scary movie, you can't shake off that feeling. That's because it's demons. It's demons manifested. I remember my grandma used to tell me all the time, like, "Do not watch that because demons can jump out." Um, out of the TV and she was right. Why do you think they call it television? <laughs> Let me hush because I know Satan's gonna try to not to get this video out because I'm just Exposing him right now. Like I'm, I'm coming for his neck the same way. He's been coming for my neck. So What's <laughs> what's up with it? Like <laughs> but <clears throat> why do you think they call it tell a Vision and they tell us all the time Do not believe everything you see on TV that's because most of the stuff on TV is all spiritual. Those demonic movies are all spiritual. And when you watch that and you consume that, you're saying, hey, Satan, come on in. Let's let's play like like I sound mm, that sound like Chucky. <laughs> but that's what you're saying. You're coming into agreement with that that spirit that's on that movie. Those spirits that's on those movies most of the time. It's um, killing people, right? Like Chucky, um, Leprechaun, Jeepers Creepers. They're hunting. If you notice in those movies, they are hunting to kill 
a human being. Do you not see the spiritual connection? They're monitoring human beings, monitoring spirits. Satan only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Why do you think there are some people walking around and there are some people that have died of suicide or maybe even drunk driving or just different things and you're like, or school shootings, all like all this stuff is spiritual, but nobody wants to really listen to us when we tell people like this stuff is bigger than us. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against the darkness, the principalities and all of this stuff in the spiritual realm. When people go do crazy stuff in the world, that stuff is not about flesh and blood it is satan and his demons planting things in that person's mind and possessing them and i'm gonna talk about possession and oppression possession is when a demon can make you do something you no longer have control over your body why do you think when people get drunk and alcohol um with alcohol first of all the meaning of alcohol is spirits alcohol has spirits in it that's why when you if you look up the word alcohol, it means spirits. They put all of this stuff in it like, oh, child, Lord Jesus, help me get this out because protect me at all costs. But why do you think when people get drunk, they don't feel the same? They're not themselves. They say, man, like, dang, what was I doing last night? I can't remember. I was blacked out drunk. I was doing this. They can't remember. They don't understand because a demon have taken over them while they was drunk. That's why they said they was blacked out. That's why they said they don't remember what happened because a demon has possessed them while they were drunk. And I want to be clear, Christians can get oppressed, but people in the world, unbelievers who don't believe in Jesus Christ, who don't actively follow Jesus Christ can get possessed by a demon why do you think that like when i tell you when some some stuff happened you're like that's a coincidence that's that's crazy why would somebody do such a thing it's a demon possessing them if the holy spirit is not residing in your body as your temple you have a empty access where the devil can come in and possess you you have that all right so strongholds are when your mind is contaminated, they always say that the spiritual warfare is connected to is the battlefield of the mind. OK, that is the the Satan attacks the mind first. If he can attack the mind, the body will follow. If he can tell you you're not good enough, that's what you're going to start thinking. And then your actions will follow. You will start to become lazy and you're putting things off, procrastinating, self-sabotaging. You're doing the things of the enemy and you're blocking your own blessing. He's not blocking your blessing. You're blocking his blessing. You're blessing because you're coming into an agreement that okay maybe i'm not good enough maybe no that's why the bible says take every thought captive and i wish i had all these verses on hand for the ones who are watching if you want to actually know the verses i'm gonna put them on the screen when i edit my video but i it's all in the bible it's all biblical um the bible tells us to renew our minds second corinthians 10 3 through 5 Colossians 3 2 2nd Corinthians 4 and 4 so a stronghold is when the devil has linked your mind and contaminated your mind that's why some people struggle with alcoholism or um, drugs sets all of these type of different strongholds that the devil starts in the mind pride think um, thinking highly of yourself Pride, it starts in the mind because you're already thinking highly of yourself the devil got kicked out because of pride Hence, since I'm on this topic, hence why they want to call it Pride Month. Hence why they want to, like, their, um, that community is confused and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I do not agree with their lifestyle. I love all people, but that don't mean I support everything you do. And pride comes before the fall. The devil fell from heaven when he had pride, thinking highly of himself, thinking that he's God. Okay. Anger starts in the mind before you start to explode. You get mad in your mind first. You got all these thoughts of how you're going to do this. You're going to do this. Or you're going to beat them up. You're going to cuss them out. You're going to do this. Anger starts in the mind before it starts to explode into something else. Sex. 
it starts with lustful thoughts all starts in your mind that's why it's called a stronghold the devil is after your mind if he can take your mind he has already taken a lot from you that's why the bible says to take every thought captive literally as much i know it's easier said than done but um filter your thoughts through the word of god because whatever you think of it says so a man think it is also in his, in his heart so whatever you thinking it comes in your heart and that's why the bible says the heart is deceitful above all else who can trust it because the thoughts that satan is giving you now sometimes you got you got god thoughts you got your thoughts you got satan thoughts now sometimes it be us like sometimes we be in our own way for real but if he can implement that thought you're not good enough it gets in your heart wow i'm not good enough you believe it you didn't take that thought captive taking that thought captive would have been him saying you're not good enough i am the head and not the tail i am god i am god's child i'm created in his image i'm more <laughs> than conquerors i'm more pressured than pr more precious than rubies that's how you filter it so you're like I am good enough. I am a child of God. I'm a woman of God. So it's not in your heart because you took that thought captive before it could enter your heart. But when you don't take it captive and you let it sit in your heart, it comes out of your mouth. And that's why the Bible says, uh, be careful of your tongue and be careful how you speak because in it is life and death. And how can you sit and pray to God and then go cursed? the very uh, go curse somebody out like or go curse yourself in fact um that's why it's so important and that's why in the israelites when they was rebellious uh it said something like put a new spirit in me renew my heart renew my mind because the heart will come will become so deceitful that you need to do a cleansing you need to ask god to renew your heart give you a new heart renew your mind it's a daily renewal it's not an overnight process it does take time but i literally just came off a fast of asking god to renew my heart like change my motives when it comes to my business and all of that stuff like that because if not the enemy will implement these thoughts it will get in your heart your heart is deceitful if your heart is full of deceitful things it's gonna come out of your mouth and life power of the tongue is powerful okay it's very powerful and i know a lot of people abuse that and i'm not even gonna get into this but they they take that you know the tongue is powerful and they think that they can speak whatever they want to say and like manifestation they abuse um witchcraft witchcraft that's what it is they're abusing what god said he didn't say we can speak things and poof we'll have them like no this is not no daggone fairy tale this is not disney this is not witchcraft this is god's word like when he's saying this power um in the tongue and you can speak life or you can choose to speak death he meant that but that's not to be used as an idol or for witchcraft yes speak god's word over your life yes be positive yes um be careful what you say about people be careful what you say about yourself because it is going to come back and you know you read what you sow all right Woo. this is a lot so you want to identify the area in your life where you struggle the most. That's how you can identify the stronghold and break it through deliverance and through professing Jesus name, pleading the blood of Jesus over your mind and renewing your mind and identifying the area you struggle the most, keeping the mind occupied in Christ. Um, matter of fact, I'm going I'm to give you all a verse for this. So in Matthew 12 verse 43 to 45 there was a return of an unclean spirit so this spirit was this unclean spirit has gone out of the person it passed through waterless places seeking to find rest but it founds none so it comes back it found the house empty swept in order so it it didn't find the house occupied this house was empty what what happens when you have an empty house it becomes abandoned um and all of this stuff like that so then it goes and it brings seven other spirits with them more powerful more evil than itself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of this person is worse than the first so it will also be with this evil generation and that's matthew 12 43 through 45 y'all catch that if you get delivered you cannot keep doing the same thing thing 
and expecting change. You have to do something when you uproot that spirit or you uproot procrastination, you uproot self-sabotage, you uproot fear, you uproot worry, you uproot doubt, you er uproot um that sin that's holding you back you have to replace it with christ what are the things of christ the fruits of the spirit joy peace love patience kindness goodness faithfulness self-control um replace it with him walk in your purpose read your bible pray fast that's how you occupy your mind to be like christ so that these things will not return so that the devil cannot put strongholds in your mind if your mind ain't occupied and if it's empty he's gonna do with it as he will okay so <clears throat> demons can possess humans i said that the word possess means to inhabit to have complete power over someone this is a spiritual possession but then manifests into the physical realm by emotionally physically financially mentally mentally and psycho psychologically in the verse below you'll see jesus casting out a dumb and deaf spirit out of a boy demons can alter the conditions of a human beings this goes back to what i discussed earlier if the enemy has an open door, he has legal right to do whatever. It's through full submission to God that these things won't happen. But we're human. We've all fallen short. So sometimes we open doors to the enemy we didn't even realize. It can be through unrepentant sin. It could be to like, yeah, like unrepentant sin, backsliding, um, like not taking your thoughts captives, like speaking lowly of yourself, speaking lowly of somebody else. And I want y'all to know like gossip is sin. <laughs> gossip is still sin okay like there's no sin higher than the other the same way uh having sex before marriage is sin gossip is sin okay the same way that um <clears throat> well i'm trying to think of another sin that people put on a pedestal the same way thou shalt not murder is a sin the same way complaining and grumbling is a sin too you didn't know that you didn't know the enemy can enter through that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. Do you give the enemy legal right to laugh right in your face? And when you and when you don't repent of your sin, you know what the devil do? He go to God and he's like, look what they're doing. You see what they're doing. Da, 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 da. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's snitching on you because you're not in your rightful place with God. Okay. So. Not only can demons possess human beings, but they can also possess animals. The legion begs Jesus to be sent into a group of pigs and he lets it. The evil spirits then possesses the pigs, showing that demons can control any living creature. But I kid you not, I used to have a dog. And when I tell you, I had to pray for that dog because... That thing, it's like it's like a demon was trying to almost manifest through it to attack me. That thing used to bite me. That thing used to, like, if I would tell it to sit down, like, it was rebellious. Like, it just, whew, it was bad. It was, it was terrible. I miss my, I miss my little dog, but he was like, there was times where I could, evil spirits would try to manifest through my dog. And <clears throat> Mark 9, 25 through 27 um, I'm going to read that right now. If I can find it. This is going to be a long video. And that's because Satan has like completely deceived so many people. And um, I have to unpack all of this so like people can get it, like they can get it. And this is nothing but the Holy Spirit because I had like been putting this off and I just wasn't even sure if I wanted to talk about it just yet because it's a lot to talk about. So here I am. If you really want to learn the truth and you really want to get to know Jesus, then you don't mind sitting through this video to know something that can save your life, that can save your relationship with God. Because if you don't know what I'm telling you right now, it's pointless. 
It's pointless. You're just going to keep getting attacked and you're going to keep letting the enemy like beat you up. You're going to let the enemy keep hindering your blessings, keep hindering your like just. Yeah. All right. So Mark 9, 25 to 27. When Jesus saw that the crowd was rapidly gathering around him, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and mute spirit i command you to come out of him never enter him again after screaming out and throwing him into a terrible confusion it came out the boy looked so much like a corpse and so pale that many said he is dead but jesus took him by the hand and raised him up and he stood up and when he began going he had gone indoors his disciples began asking him privately why were we were unable to drive them out drive it out he replied to them this kind of unclean spirit cannot come out of anything but prayer to the father they went on from there and began to go through galilee jesus didn't want anyone to know it because he was teaching his disciples and preparing them for the future um so yeah that's one of the verses where jesus casted out a demon there's so many more just go through the gospels matthew luke mark john and you will find other um instances where jesus casted out demons the disciple asked him, why couldn't we drive it out? And he said, this kind can only be done by prayer. And they had took this verse out of the Bible, I think, but it's supposed to say by prayer and fasting, I believe. But anyway, basically, you can only drive a demon out, an evil spirit. Um, by the way, demon, evil spirit, unclean spirit, synonym, okay? You can only drive those things out through Jesus Christ, through prayer, through fasting, through submission to God. You cannot drive a demon out in your own strength. It only comes through Jesus. And he made that clear. And what breaks my heart today. In this day and age. Is that churches. A lot of churches. A lot of American churches. They do not talk about. What I'm talking to you about. You've probably never heard this in church before. Because they they push prosperity gospel a lot and they don't talk about the true gospel yes god wants to bless us yes he's gonna give us better finances yes 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 but you need something the meat of the gospel and paul said that you need the meat of the gospel it's time to get off that baby milk and get the meat of the gospel because it's not feeding you anymore the church they uh, i'm not against churches i go to church but some churches they do not preach stuff that is convicting to us we're supposed to be convicting when you walk out of church you're not supposed to have this like of course it's supposed to feel good but there's not always it's not always supposed to feel good because if you read the bible it doesn't always feel good like it doesn't feel good to pick up your cross every day and to not do the things of this world. That's not easy. That that does not feel good to human, to your flesh. Like, no, when you walk out of that church, you should feel convicted. You should want to change something about your life. If you walk out of that church and you don't want to, if nothing in you wants to change, there's no conviction. You need, might need to find another church because... A lot of people are not talking about delivering. They're not getting deliverance. And that's why a lot of people are walking around with demons oppressing them. I said that Christians can get oppressed. Deep, uh, unbelievers can get possessed. And you might probably say, well, I know a so-called Christian who was possessed. They wasn't a Christian. <laughs> There's people who claim the word. Uh, they claim Jesus name, but they're not living it. I'm talking about somebody who's actively living for God. They can be oppressed. And I was oppressed by a demon before. It tried to get me. Um, it didn't make me do anything, but it put things in my mind. Okay, that's the furthest, you know, saying they can go. They can't make you do anything when you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. So, yeah, <laughs> this is a lot. Oh, my gosh. Whew. So Christ has authority. And in one of the um, times when Jesus casted out a demon, the um, demons asked them to be casted out into the pigs. 
they asked, okay, just this bear me. They asked Jesus to be casted out into the pigs. Okay. Why would something ask somebody something that they're not? Ugh, I came in and like put the, the question into format for y'all, but in my mind, it's like it's, it's there. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that if Jesus didn't have authority, they wouldn't have asked them to be casted out into the pigs. But because Jesus had authority, they asked him, they begged him because he has authority. Know your authority in Christ. Once you have trusted Christ and fully submitted to God, you are delivered from the possibility of demonic possession. However, for a Christian, a demon can't possess us and gain full control over us, but they can oppress us, which is malicious or unjust treatment of exercise of power. Like they'll try to like, like that's why they say sleep paralysis. Like they'll try to like come through your dreams and um, just different stuff like of oppression. We as Christians are sealed by the Holy Spirit. So once again, holiness and evilness cannot coexist. So yeah, a Christian cannot have a, a demon possess them, but they can have a demon oppress them, which is basically like mentally attack them. Like, yeah. <laughs> and um, neither a possession and oppression, neither is good because it's pretty, well, oppression is just pretty annoying. In my experience, it was just really annoying and it's it really takes authority in Jesus like you really have to like not just say you believe but like you really have to put it to works um getting tormented by a demon is just as bad it's still something we don't want to but through Jesus Christ we have full authority to cast these things out the bible says that the one who in the wells believer the one who in the wells believers is greater than the one who is in the world so um, the one who's in us is greater than the one who's in the world. Okay. One John four, four. So overall, it's not whether a professing Christian can become demon possessed, but rather can a genuine born again, Christian can become demon possessed. And the answer is no. The Bible teaches that those who have trusted Christ are permanently with the Holy spirit. I know I've said that I took a lot of notes, so it might sound a little repetitive. Um, there's a lot to cover in the spiritual world. There's different kinds of spirit. A demon is a spirit. And I'm just going to like tell y'all some examples of spirits, of different spirits. So, so far, I've covered spiritual warfare. I've covered demons. I've covered oppression versus oppression. Um, now, I'm going to cover different spirits. I covered the unclean spirit to return. I, I covered how to resist the devil, which is submitting to God. Um, I covered the examples of open doors, which is like sin, disobedience, um, unrepentant. Um, uh, you can have open doors through secular music. Um, music uh, has like spirit stuff attached to it. Some some artists put demonic stuff in their songs and yeah I'm just telling you don't don't hate the messenger okay so I covered majority of what I want to cover so I'm about to cover um different spirits and deliverance self-deliverance and all this stuff like that so the different spirits so we have familiar spirits we have the spirit of jealousy we have the lying spirit we have the spirit of um, monitoring spirits, manifestation spirits, the perverse spirit. Um, so we have the spirit of divination, which is like manifestation, fortune teller, like witchcraft stuff, voodoo, horoscopes, uh, hypnotizing, all this stuff that is just pretty much witchcraft. We have the familiar spirit um, and they come through like those things that I just just listed um it's the works of the flesh um we have the spirit of jealousy like it manifests into murder anger rage jealousy hatred strife contention comp competition envy causes divisions um you have the lying spirit strong deceptions flattery superstitions religious bondages false prophecy acute 
accusations, slander, gossip, false teachers. We have perverse spirit. So it's like a broken spirit, evil actions, atheists, abortions, child abuse, filthy mind, doctrinal error, sex perver perversions, twisting the word, foolish, chronic warrior, contentions, pornography, all that type of stuff. We have the spirit of haughtiness, which is arrogant, pride, scornful, strife, self-deception, self-righteousness, rebellion, rejection of God. The spirit of heaviness, excessive mourning, sorrow, grief, insomnia, self-pity, rejection, broken heart, despair, de dejection, hopelessness, depression, suicidal thoughts, heaviness, and like, you know. We have the spirit of whoredoms, unfaithfulness, adultery, spirit, soul, or body, prostitution, um, love of money, fornication, idolatry, excessive appetite, worldliness. We had a spirit of infirmity, um, bent body, spine, asthma, fever, allergies, arthritis, weakness, lingering disorders, oppression, cancer, like different um, health issues. Like I said, like demons can, um, like Jesus healed somebody that had that was deaf and blind, and so yeah, demons they can they can do that like if you give them legal right um i think a lot of stuff is like very deep like even like oh i don't want to even get into it because i don't think god's giving me that to go that far right now but deaf and dumb spirit um dumb mute crying drown drown tearing blindness mental illness ear problems suicidal foaming at the mouth if you notice when somebody's getting um deliverance they have foaming at the mouth it kind of manifests into the spirit uh physical they have seizures gas gnashing of teeth um different things like that uh spirit of bondage is fear addiction drugs alcohol cigarettes food etc fear of death captivity to satan servant of corruption compulsive sin bondage to sin spirit of fear uh, phobias, heart attacks, horror, um, nightmares, anxiety, stress, fear of death, untrusting doubt, doubt, seducing spirits, hypocritical lies, attractions, fascinations by false prophets, signs and wonders, deception, wandering from the true fascination with the evil ways, objects or persons, seducers, spirit of the Antichrist. He denies the deity of Christ denies atonement against Christ and his teacher humanism worldly speech and actions teachers of heresies anti-christian deceiver lawlessness the spirit of error is unsubmissive false doctrines unteachable servant of corruptions defensive argumentative uh they participate in the new age movement um the spirit of poverty laziness is one of them greed stealing Lack of generosity, spirit of death, suicide attempts, and stuff like that. There's a lot of spirits, and I'm going to link them below, like, this page, because it has Bible verses with them, but I don't want to, like, go in depth. So, deliverance. I kind of already told y'all, like, you can get deliverance basically through Jesus Christ. Can you undergo self-deliverance? Yes, you can. I went through self-deliverance, and... I would just say be careful because when you cast out a demon, it manifests into the physical. I know I said all of this is spiritual, but that does not mean that it can't manifest into the physical realm. And I will tell y'all my testimony, but just just to like clarify, when I casted out this demon, I was driving and it was manifesting and it was trying to get me to drive off the road. Um it was a lot of screaming like agony like it did not want to leave but i casted it out um my friend proceeded with my to help my deliverance and that's just kind of that so yeah you can get self-deliverance but when you foaming at the mouth when you're screaming and it's just manifesting in the physical it's kind of really like difficult to cast out a demon and to undergo the physical manifestations if that makes sense all right so yeah, deliverance is a thing. Definitely there are probably local, like you probably find someone locally that can deliver you. There's a lot of like TikToks that I see of people delivering people. Um, so yeah, deliverance is a thing. Jesus wants us to be free. He came so he can, like we can be free. 
John 8 36 says so if the son sets you free you are free indeed so Jesus do not want us in bondage he does not want us to be living anything less than what he came to do so he wants you to be free he wants you to be uh have deliverance so if you feel conviction if you're not sure if you need deliverance um I'll definitely Make sure you pray, seek God, ask him uh, what you should do in your decision and who uh, you should get deliverance by or should you undergo it by yourself. But make sure you do it with prayer and fasting. Make sure like when I got delivered um, out, like I said, like this was what I told y'all about me in my car. That was only a part of it. But I went through like me and my friend, we went through like three days, four days of fasting and prayer of deliverance you know what i'm saying so yeah deliverance is a thing you can get delivered god will set you free from all these shackles that satan um tries to put on us and try to bond us to um plead to jesus plead the blood of jesus over your homes over your bodies over your cars over everything literally anoint your house um pray over your anointing oil cast the demons out into the pits of hell for example if you do undergo self-deliverance um all you have to simply say um call out that demon confession is powerful okay call it out so if you know it's a spirit a monitoring spirit call it out by its name and cast it out into the pits of hell bind it and loose it into the pits of hell in the name of jesus christ okay you have to do it through him you have to do it with fasting and prayer and you have to like i said it's good to have like someone you can trust who's close with god who has a relationship with god who understands deliverance um to be with you um because it's kind of like it's really difficult because of the physical manifestation but nevertheless Make sure you get delivered if you are struggling or if something keeps like it seems like something keeps happening every time you turn around like you're undergoing all these spiritual attacks. Make sure you put the four armor of God, which is the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shoes of readiness, the better truth, the boots of peace. And I think I mentioned all of them. But make sure you keep your full armor of God on and be prepared for a battle. Don't go into these days thinking that everything's just sunshine and rainbows like no like we are fighting against something that is unseen okay so the devil is going to be after you and pray for your pray for me pray for the people you're watching um other preachers and all those people that are preaching the true gospel pray for them because me telling you this truth the enemy is not gonna like this okay so I'm not, I know there's going to be a day he's going to attack me because I've told you the truth about him. The enemy is very deceitful. He's very nasty and grimy and you just have to be prepared for the battle. And I feel like I've covered everything. I don't have anything much to say, but get deliverance. Know your enemy. And I'm not saying like be so caught up in the enemy. Like, no, like focus on Jesus. He will equip you for the battle. He will equip you for prayer, for fasting, for all of that. You don't have to like have your mind consumed. Oh my gosh, what the devil going to do today? Like you don't have to do that. Like don't do that. That's living in fear. Don't do that. Live um, in Jesus peace, like live in peace. But know that when battles come, be prepared. Like don't be uh, distracted. But as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus, you, I mean, you will be prepared. So there's really nothing to worry about. Um, and uh, yeah, I thank y'all so much for listening and for watching. But y'all know, a part of my last segment, I um, do a little bit of Bible trivia. Okay, so yeah, I'm about to play Bible trivia, okay? And so the first question, y'all, so y'all better help me answer this and y'all better help me get it right because... I've been reading my word, okay? <laughs> you better be reading your word. So, question one, fill in the blank. And I'm only going to do like five of these. A blank answer turning away wrath, but a blank word stirs up anger. So, right, Proverbs 15, verse one. So, they give you the verse two. That's so cool. Two, which book has beloved friends and lover as the main character? Beloved friends and lover as the main character these questions are kind of hard like the last time i did this 
it wasn't that bad but these are like kind of hard is it song of solomon ecclesiastes songs of proverbs beloved friends and lover i'm gonna say song of solomon because he was really very romantic in that book yep i was right all right number three which of the following cities is found in the old testament judah Sechem, Dan, Kedesh, Hebron, A, B, C, or D. I'm not even going to, like, if you know the answer, good for you. Because I don't know the answer. I don't know what city is found in Old Testament in Judah. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to do C. It's wrong. It was Hebron, which is 2 Samuel 2, verse 1. Which of one of these, number four, which one of these is not in the list of the seven sin God hates? A proud look, a sluggard, a lying tongue, a false witness. Which one is it, girl? A false witness and a lying tongue is the same thing. I'm going to say lying tongue. It was a sluggard. I thought laziness was a, I guess, Proverbs 6, 17, 19. Okay, I got two wrongs so far, so we're going to do one more. Number five. What is the meaning of the name Akabad? And I'm about to get this one wrong too, y'all, because these are some hard questions. The glory of God, there is no glory. Son of my sorrow, son of my womb. I'm going to say, let me give y'all five seconds to answer this. What is the name of the meaning of Akabad? A, B, C, D. The glory of God, or there is no glory. C, son of my sorrow. D, son of my womb. I'm going to say son of my sorrow, y'all. Crossing my fingers. I was wrong again. It's there is no glory. Like, what in the world, okay? i never seen that in the Bible. It's in 1 Samuel 4.21. I need to read the Old Testament more. <laughs> um... So yeah, it's like 50 questions up here, but this is called Christianity.com. I'll link this in the description below in case you want to quiz yourself or you can download an app, a biblical trivia app if you want to. But yeah, thank y'all so much for staying tuned. I pray that y'all have a blessed day and I'm sorry in advance if it take this, if it takes us a long time to get out. Okay. I pray in Jesus name that this will get out with no interruptions. I'll see y'all. God bless y'all. Stay blessed. Hi. God, you call me by my name.